spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. So if we look at inflation, we've hit 5%. What? It's pretty good. Well, it's better than where we were. True. So inflation eased in March. Less expensive gas, uh, less expensive food. It provided some relief to some households. And let's dig into this because, you know, we haven't felt that in a while. And do we even feel it now? What does this mean for your wallet? Joining us now is Caleb Silver, ABC News correspondent, editor-in-chief of Investopedia. All right, uh, uh, Caleb, you you look at this stuff all the time. It's 5%. It's good news, right? It's a little Goldilocks, not too hot, not too cold, but we still have inflation at 5%, and the Federal Reserve wants it closer to 2%. Now, we're way down from that 9.2% last July, but we still have sticky high inflation in the things that we can't avoid, and that's food, that's shelter, and that's transportation, and we can't avoid paying that, especially lower-income folks, every single month. So it's still high, which means the Fed's probably going to have to raise interest rates maybe one more time when it meets in May. Hey, Caleb, uh, the Fed came out a little while ago. The minutes have been released, and they're expecting because of the banking crisis, there's going to be a recession, probably the fall of this year. I don't know if you can blame the banking crisis solely on that, but there's no doubt we're headed for some uh, some tougher days ahead. Yeah, so if you look at the Fed's growth forecast, that also shows an extreme slowdown in GDP this year, about 0.8%, and then rising again to 1.4% next year. But the fact that the banks have gone through these issues and they are tightening up their lending, and lending is very tight, banks are barely loaning money right now, means that the economy is going to grow much much slower, plus you have high inflation still, plus you have these interest rates that the Fed has, has uh, jacked up over the past 14 months or so to combat inflation. It's the perfect storm of these three elements that are probably going to slow the economy into a recession. That said, it's going to probably be a recession unlike one we've ever seen before when you have unemployment below 4% and you still have the green light in a lot of indicators like manufacturing, like consumer spending. So it's a very peculiar recession, more like a growth recession. Hmm. Talking to Caleb Silver from ABC News, Editor-in-Chief, Investopedia. We've got uh, some decent inflation numbers. It's come down. You just said it would be a different type of recession. Like just, you know, us being the average, uh, you know, Joes here and everybody listening. What does that type of a recession specifically look like for, let's say, the everyday American, everyday Arizonan? Yeah, so for for everyday Americans and Arizonans, you don't know we're in a recession until you lose your job or your neighbor loses their job or their house gets foreclosed on or something like that happens. So it's kind of personal in a lot of ways. Technically speaking, a recession is a slowdown about five or six different economic indicators. And the ones we feel as households and consumers are spending and our personal savings. Are we able to save more money or is that money going out to pay for higher cost goods? That can be a cause of a recession and feel like a recession. So right now it's going to feel like You're going to hear more uh, drumbeat around layoffs. We've had about 300,000 so far this year. You're going to hear less jobs being added. And you're also going to hear a slowdown either from companies or from the economy in general. But you're not going to feel it personally unless you're personally impacted by an event. And that could be a job loss. That could be an unexpected expense. That could be your neighbor, again, losing their home or their job. So it's personal in a lot of ways. The economy is going to feel kind of sluggish probably for a year, year and a half. All this talk we're talking about, you know, we're still looking at the the oil and gas and all this stuff. These numbers are good, but here in Arizona, we're only 50, 50 cents behind where we were last year. Now they're getting ready to cut uh, production from OPEC. We're heading into the months where normally gas goes up. Are we going to start to see maybe inflation bump again through the summer months? 
Yeah, and the reason that the Fed doesn't actually look at food and gas prices is because they're very volatile, and they do vary month-to-month, season-to-season, but we are looking at higher gas prices. That said, food prices looks like they've abated a little bit. It's still up 8.4% year-over-year, but those egg prices that were crazy two, three months ago, those have come way down, as have meat prices, as have dairy prices. Cereal and bakery products, still pretty high. So gas prices drives up overall inflation because it's a key part of the supply chain. We need it for just about everything. You'll feel it, but that said, the Fed thinks inflation is going to be closer to three, three and a half percent by the end of this year. And I think consumers have that expectation as well. All right, Caleb Silver, ABC News contributor, editor in chief, Investopedia. We appreciate your time and thanks for the info. Thank you. Chad, I think it's really interesting. You'll feel it if you lose your job. It's it's very personal. This one feels very personal. That's so strange. Yeah. But in 08, you still felt it when other people lost their jobs and you kept your job. Yeah. Because why? You would walk down your street and you'd have like six houses that were foreclosed on. Oh, man, you did, man. I mean, that was an L.A. I lived in Sacramento, and there on my street, there was like 15 or 20 houses. There was only three of us lived on the street. Right. Right. So this is going to be a very personal recession. And I think when people hear that, they, now they're worried about their jobs. Yes. But there's always going to be a time where you're worried about your jobs, the yeah. economy and what it does and where we are and post-COVID and we're still trying to figure stuff out. Plus, we, you know, the rates are still so low that there's, you know, you're, you're not going to lose your house. You can go out and get a job. If you if you bought a house, you know, two years ago and, you're, and you're, your rate is 3%, yeah. you don't really have to worry about losing your job unless, yeah. you're, unless that nut is huge. Uh, let's uh, talk to, about someone who actually lost Speaking their job. <laughs> I was going, she lost her job today. Uh, something named Representative Liz Harris. I'm not really familiar with her from what i understand conspiracy theorist arizona house uh and she got booted <laughs> out she got booted it's not every day that we boot uh an arizona legislator so a 46 to 13 vote they said bye-bye here's why oh that uh, almost uh, rhymed that was fun anyway uh-huh. she she invited a speaker to a committee hearing and this speaker accused members of the legislature uh, of taking bribes from the cartel, <laughs> which, of course, you throw out there and you see what sticks. So you got some members of the legislature and they're listening to this and they have no idea what no. they're listening to. They have no idea. They're like, first of all, why did this Liz Harris person bring this uh, special speaker? And then this uh, very special speaker is saying, listen, you're all on the take. You are taking bribes from the Mexican drug cartel. Hobbs, you're doing it. Secretary of State Fontes, you're doing it. I see a lot of people here. You're doing it. And then after the meeting, the media decided to kind of look into this. She also said there are members of the Republican Party in the Arizona legislature that are doing it. Yeah. And so they stopped like halfway through it. They're like, hey, uh, who are you and who invited you? And that's the other thing. It was about 30 minutes in to this special speaker. Why would you listen to that for 30 minutes? Why would you listen to that for three minutes? Because they were all on their phone watching TikTok when they looked up and they said, did somebody say something ridiculous? (laughs) So the last time we booted someone from the Arizona legislature, I just have two names. David Stringer, Don Shooter. Don Shooter, it was, um, gosh, that must have been 10, 12 years ago, something like that. Was it that long? I don't think it was that long. I was here for that. It's not 10, 12 years ago. Becky Lynn, when was the Don Shooter? He was that pervert. He was hitting on all the ladies. Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't ten years ago. It wasn't that long. I don't think so. Because I think Chad was here. Okay. What about David Stringer? He's that alleged pedophile. I was here for that too. Okay. Wow. Where have I? 
Jeez. Uh, this is how it starts, man. <laughs> That's it. Time like passes this. fast. So the, they booted these two guys. And now you've got David Stringer gone, uh, Don Shooter gone, and now add uh, something named Representative Liz Harris. She's gone. And the Republicans did it to themselves. Unlike last week in the Democrats and Republicans, what you saw in Tennessee, where the Republicans have the majority and they voted out uh, two of the of the uh, people that were representatives. And those two are back now. And uh, no, this was Republican on Republican. Yeah, there was uh, far right Republicans who voted to get uh, this lady out of there. Again, I'll say it. Probably because I- they're on the take from the cartels. <laughs> I'll say it at nauseum. I can't stand election deniers. I don't like conspiracy theorists. This lady, election denier, conspiracy theorist, we ain't going to miss you. No. But she was voted in. And now that she's voted out, there will be three Republican nominees and Maricopa County Board will pick uh, her replacement. Do you find out, wise men, when Shooter and uh, that uh, pervert Stringer... Stringer was 2019. 2019? Shooter was 18. Yeah. Wow. They were right around the same time. Again, that 2020 COVID, that felt like five years. That's why I'm almost right on my prediction. That's it. That's 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 really what it is. Also, do you guys remember this past election cycle? There was a story about a lawmaker who got elected and said, I'm not going to do my job. I refuse to vote on anything until we redo the 2020 election. I do. Gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Representative Liz Harris. Oh, is that her? Fantastic. How's that going for? (laughs) That's right. Unlike unlike, uh, what happened in Tennessee where the the city council, the councils voted to put them in there, she doesn't get this go around. So they're not going to vote. She can't be re-voted in by them. She's she's gone, gone, gone. Yeah. Good. I mean, you can't have somebody like that waste your time. You can't have somebody like that put out some crazy and who gets 45 minutes to an hour to speak to an entire legislature about how you're on the take from Mexican cartels. cartels. And you have obviously no proof of that. So she deserves to lose her job. Bye bye. All right. Hey. We've got a podcast, Gatos and Chad Show. Subscribe now. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your household guaranteed realty. Go to carolsthebuyers.com, carolsthebuyers.com. Start packing. Coming up next. Coming up. Here we go. Would you eat at a restaurant run entirely by robots? It's the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Fascinating question at KTAR.com. Right side of the page. McDonald's is opening up a fully automated restaurant with no human employees. What's a lot to upsize or fries? <laughs> Would you order a Big Mac and fries from a robot? Yes or no? Absolutely. The answer, uh, 51% yes, uh, 49% no. So let's get into this story. Who's doing the cooking? That is what I want to know. That's exactly what I want to know. How do I go there and say, listen, I'd like a Big Mac with no cheese. And I'd like a medium iced coffee, but I'd like Two sugars in it, not four. And I'd also like cream, but not four creams, but two creams. You could do that with a human and you're going to get, did you say Sprite? <laughs> I know, right? It's exactly true. We don't do that here. I don't uh, know. Maybe you can't, can't do. You can it's probably do that. robots. You could probably totally do that. So you can't go in and sit down. You're not taking your kid in there to play in the filth. What's that thing that they play in? That's a, the, the, like the, the jungle the, gym. The jungle the gym thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pit. Oh, oh, the ball pit of fun. The ball pit. Oh, man. Yeah. That's why kids didn't have any trouble with COVID. You know what's right. This is right. It's like, man, these kids are swimming in hepatitis. They're coming out with a smile, though. You could survive that. You're fine. 
I don't know. I would, I would do it. I think it's interesting. I've done that. I go in there and you, you put. I don't even do. I just go in and do the thing on the, my own now. All right, let's talk about that because if you go into the a kiosk. McDonald's, you don't have to talk to anybody. You could go to the kiosk and you can put your order in. This is different, though. From what I understand, there's not a human being in there. There's Honestly, not there doesn't need to be at a McDonald's. But everything, got- everything's formulated anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, it's all done the same way. It's assembly line as it is. Special sauce, lettuce, cheese. I mean, it's there. So there's, it's not like you have to put your heart and soul into cooking those burgers. No. Okay, I'm taking this very literally, that there's not a single human being in the restaurant. There'll probably be a manager. Somebody's got to watch the robots, because what if they decide to go off the rail and unionize? Well, which <laughs> <laughs> could happen, AI. <laughs> but if I'm through the drive-thru, who hands me my burger? The robot. Oh, you've never had that, that before? No, I've never I've had, had that, that before. in Kentucky Fried Chicken in, in uh, Southern California where they have a robot that does that. We used to have a little conveyor belt that would bring it out yeah. to the window, and the window would open, it would stick it out the window. Yeah. Okay, so it's like it's like the Coke machine. It's yeah, like, it's like yeah. that's yeah. what it is. Okay, because I'm trying to see that in my mind, and I don't, I don't get it. There'll probably be somebody there because you have to just in case something breaks yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Do you I have, have to reboot t- something? Do yeah. I have to tip them? Because now you no. got to tip no. everybody. No. no, see, you won't have. Well, you don't tip at McDonald's anyway. No. no, you can though. You can you now. Probably could. I have. I've given them oh, some really? cash. Yeah, and they're like, really? I said, yeah, go ahead and have it. It's all good. See, but how many jobs? That's a shiny dollar. How many jobs, Chad, are lost now in these McDonald's? Well, you know what? You won't be griping so much now in the McDonald's. McDonald's is uh, full of robots. What if they do a better job, too? They sh- well, they have to do a better yeah. job. That's why you're doing this. Yeah. You're doing now, this. Because, you know, how many times have you gone through one of these drive throughs and then you got to get out, and then you got to walk back in and go, yeah, you got all you this wrong. You messed this up. Yeah. <laughs> and then they give you a free apple pie. So robots go, we are so sorry. Here is a free apple pie. i got to tell you, that apple pie is still good. It is still good. Yeah. Becky Owen, would you go to this? Would you? Would you uh... What if you get an order wrong? Where do you go? You can't talk to anybody. How do you get your, what if they give you the wrong change? I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I don't know the answer to that, but I just feel like in this kind of environment, mm. you may be better off. Yes. So because we just. Since it's so automated anyway, mm. you're taking away the human element and now of you don't the have, mistake. You don't have to deal with a high school kid who doesn't want to be there. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. Fascinating. Fascinating. Hey, the Suns are back in the playoffs. They yeah. are. That's what I heard. Give me the chance to score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Uh, just text ticket. Oh, I thought it was a ticket to our live show. Four one one nine two three. I love the live show. You could register, and here's how you know you have a possibility of winning. You got to listen during the seven a.m., eleven a.m., and four p.m. hours. So today at somewhere in the four o'clock hour, we're going to call a name, and you will have a chance to qualify. But you got to text ticket to four one one nine two three to enter. All right. Six minutes away, we're going to hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn is going to read, and we are going to react and interrupt to the day's top stories. It's how we roll at 3.30. Stick around. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. Oh, yeah. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn, you ready for the headlines? Of course. Here we go. 
the integrity of this House has been jeopardized. Republican Representative Liz Harris was on the House floor when her colleagues voted to expel her for ethics violations. Today, the ethics report points to a hearing organized by Harris where a Scottsdale resident accused politicians and public officials of taking bribes from a Mexican drug cartel. House Democratic leader Andres Cano was saddened by the findings. We're acting today because the repercussions of this behavior we witnessed are beyond comprehension and perhaps may never be restored. The resolution to expel Harris was approved by a 46 to 13 vote. It needed a minimum of 40 votes. And KTAR host and legal analyst Barry Markson says this does stand out because she did have to be expelled through a two-thirds majority vote. It required all of the, the Democratic caucus and the vast majority of the Republican caucus to vote Representative Harris out to expel her. Markson adds it'll be a strong message to other politicians that you can voice an opinion, but will be held accountable if it crosses the line. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Listen, I'm all for Republicans holding office, uh, just not MAGA. I don't really think they're Republicans. Uh, this was a MAGA uh, person. Let me remind you who, well, who's it again? Liz Harris. Liz Harris. Let me tell you who she is. She once said she would not vote on a single bill until we redid the 2022 election, which just happened to be the election that she was in. <laughs> so really, I, it's like, you know, how bright are you? You get the flickering green, the porch light going on and off in your head. I'm just saying this. It's better if we can get a better Republican in office. Yeah. Well, so if this woman wants to parade someone up there and say everybody is on the take from the cartel, I'm glad that she got booted. I don't think she's all there, my friend. I really don't. Well, I, I just I, I sit here and I think to myself, man, these people are all about being celebrities and they're making as loud noise as possible. They're not interested in doing any real work. And because of that, well, you know what? They did do. They redid the election. She was very good. They did do. They redid her election. They did and they voted her out. <laughs> and Republicans helped vote her yes, out. Yes, they did. That's how bad she was. Her own party said, get out. We're holding up the headlines. After 100 days in office, Governor Katie Hobbs is touting her accomplishments. Looking back on these first 100 days, we've already taken action on so many urgent issues, including reproductive rights, water, corrections reform, and infrastructure. Since January, Hobbs has signed more than 40 bills into law and vetoed just as many. She's also made the border a priority by making three trips since taking office. Going forward, Hobbs says she'll continue to prioritize the issues that are most important to Arizonans. And Valley political expert Emily Ryan says it would be irresponsible for Hobbs to sign bills she believes are bad for the state. It's not to pick an arbitrary number of how many bills are okay to veto and how many bills should you sign in order to look like you're moderate. Ryan doesn't think that Hobbs and the Republican-led legislature will be able to reach a budget agreement, possibly until the June 30th deadline. Let's just remember who put Katie Hobbs into office. Republican voters. That was the big deal in this last election. There were a certain amount of Republican voters that looked at their candidate and said, absolutely not. That is chaos. That is craziness. That is conspiracy. And they held their nose and they voted for Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, and so I think if you're looking at this and saying, has she done a lot in the 100 days? My guess is probably not. Her biggest thing, I think, has is, been stopping is, stopping uh, execution. I agree. Uh, and I'm not for what she has done there. Uh, but a lot of people voted for Hobbs. 
because they wanted her to veto a bunch of the craziness that was coming out of the legislature. And she's done that. Uh, what else has she done? Well, that's the remains to be seen. We'll see if they get anything done when it comes to the budget and a lot of other stuff moving forward. Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, it's it's still early days. Only 100 days so far. Right. Every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads. We uh, react, give our uh, take on the day's top stories. Now is the time to sow the seeds for more diverse and resilient economies. Technology will play heavy into the future of Phoenix. That's Mayor Kate Gallego speaking today in her State of the City address. She says Phoenix is on its way to becoming a tech hub. We've already broken ground on nearly 400 acres of land specifically zoned for tech-related uses. That's how we'll guarantee that the diversification of our economy will continue. Gallego also announced a new Phoenix medical corridor with new research facilities in Midtown. Uh, it's big. I mean, we need it. I don't think people realize that how fast we need to start becoming a big tech hub, especially when it comes to all these chips. You do. Uh, I don't think people understand that if Taiwan was evaded today, they have 90 percent of the chip manufacturing there. And that changes the world in a heartbeat. Taiwan could be invaded any day. By any China. day. You just and, don't know. And so uh, having us grow as a tech hub is great and diversifying, not just being a, you know, uh, a Western state that was construction and a lot of other things. This is huge. And maybe we're the like Austin became another Silicon Valley. Maybe we're on our way. We're holding up the headlines. It seems like rats are as ubiquitous in New York City as pizza. But there's somebody new that's out to change that. Her official title is New York City Director of Rodent Mitigation. Oh. Kathy Karate is the city's first rat czar. You'll oh. be seeing a lot of me. <laughs> and a lot less rats. <laughs> the former teacher and land use expert was chosen from 900 applicants to rid the city of rats. Fighting rats starts with fighting litter garbage and food waste this has been an obsession with the mayor who has said rats impact how you feel about the city there's already been a push to put more trash in bins and to limit how long garbage bags can linger on the curb aaron katursky abc news new york you know that mayor adams is has a phobia of rats he's terrified of them. is that why oh, he's doing this? he's terrified of rats. he's not terrified of crime apparently <laughs> but he's terrified of rats he has a real phobia and it gives him the heebie-jeebies. So this was a big, you know, I mean, this is a... I remember when this first came out that they were hiring a rat czar for yeah. New York City. Did you hear that part? That 900 yeah. people applied for the job. Yeah. Well, it pays well. I guess it does. Uh, you get a job like that, it pays well. They're massive and disgusting. Yeah. And they're all over the place. Mm. And I'm telling you, I've seen some that look like a cat. They're huge. Huge. They're huge. It's really, really disgusting. Remember the video of the rat carrying the pizza? pizza pieces yeah. on the pizza? Remember steps them fighting the too over pizza and stuff? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It what, what happened to the rats during. Uh, COVID, when no one was in the subway and all that. Wasn't there a story we yeah. did on that? Yeah, because like they, they didn't were, have anywhere to go. They didn't have any food. No, they didn't have any food, and they were, like, dying off. <laughs> They're back now. Do we still have roof rats in Arcadia? I don't know. Yeah. The trash pandas? Uh, uh, I haven't heard a lot about roof rats lately, but I'm good. sure they're okay. still there. Okay, so. maybe we need a rat czar. Let's maybe we we'll make a phone call. What's that pay? Uh, well, Because here's the thing. How do you show improvement? They're rats. They're everywhere. You're ne if a nuclear war happens, like cockroaches, they're surviving. 170K to be a rat czar. Man. Ooh. Of course, it is New York. I was going to say, is that really enough for New York City? Hmm? Yeah. But you get all the sweet benefits, and nobody's ever going to bug you because they're going to be like, hey, I'm working out as hard as I can. There's not a lot I can do. Right? I'm just one person rat czar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Holding up the headlines brought to you by carolsthebuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Coming up next. Uh, Becky Lynn, we, we heard a thrilling soundbite from uh, Phoenix Mayor uh, Kate Gallego. Mm, thrilling. Thr it was thrilling.
Should the city of Phoenix bus the homeless out of Arizona? Oh. Talk about it next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Homeless in Portland. Now, I said, was it two, three weeks ago, you said, well, what should we do? And I said, bus them somewhere. That's one of the big reasons Portland's out of control. The fact that they pour a ton of money into it has become uh, a homeless industrial complex uh, is one thing. But they're getting people bused there from places across the the West and the Midwest. It's like, hey, you're getting out of jail today. Uh, You got nowhere to stay? Well, you do now. It's a Greyhound, and you'll be in Portland soon where you can ruin their world. Yeah, it's passing the buck. It's not fixing the problem in America, it's, but it is getting it out of your town. So in Arizona, our homeless problem, I mean, you, you know, you look, there's there, there are different levels, I would say, of homelessness. Like if you go down to uh, downtown Phoenix in the zone, like we watched, yeah. drug use, um, you know, unfortunately, people are mentally ill. Really, they just look like zombies, and it's really sad. Clothes tattered. They, you know, they don't really. Some of them don't know where they are. No, it's a really a lot of sad. Those. Right. Okay. So those are the type of homeless person that's being sent from one city to the next. Yes. I'm guessing. If you are or down younger at- people, they're sending younger people who are on that edge of partying too much. They're they don't have a. a they're in and out of jail, and okay. they're saying, "All right, not in our city." You know, some of the ones they talked to in Portland, and they they weren't that far gone, but they were just told, hey, we don't want this in our city. So where did the people from Portland get bussed in? Uh, all from? like for everywhere from like Nevada, Wyoming, uh, Montana. So like, you know? what if Gallego, the mayor of Phoenix, said, you know, went down, to, you know, went down to the homeless uh, portion of downtown Phoenix, and you know, there are thousand people down there. And she handed out five hundred bus tickets. I mean, if that's not fixing the problem, that's not helping a person. No, no. That's not helping a single person down there. What you might be doing is helping the businesses down there, but you're not helping the person get off the but street. But that person's not helping themselves. Those things are available. If right. you're not going to, they've got constitutional rights, so we're not going to snatch them off the streets. Because for those of you who don't know, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and even some parts of the 70s, there was a lot of people that were in mental institutions that had no right to be there. They were nothing wrong with them. But we snatched a lot of people off the streets, and we're not going to do that again. So now we just allow it to go to hell in a handbasket. And we make your joy, you, we make your stay here comfortable as you kill yourself. Yeah, that's the other part of it, too, that's just very disturbing. We're just going to turn a blind eye and let you do the drugs in downtown Phoenix. No cops are allowed there. or not. They're not sent there. And you could do whatever you want. Yeah. And that's what we saw. We saw a bunch of people doing drugs. It was horrible. All right, but what is? what are the ramifications if it gets out that Mayor Gallego handed out all these tickets? People will gripe and moan, but if she cleans it up, is anybody going to freak out? No. No? I mean, some of the... Whole, but the money's too big. That's the other side of it. You know, the money is massive it, that's being poured into... California spends more money now than they've ever spent, and yet the homeless problem is growing. They're almost a quarter of a billion dollars in uh, Portland, just in Portland alone. Who knows what we're going to end up spending? The money's too big to just say, well, let's just ship everybody out here. Here's the problem, though. If you don't fix the homeless problem, or at least put a dent in it, make it better, they're going to be places sending their homeless here yeah. to Phoenix. And once it starts hitting the suburbs right. in ways that people are starting to find out now, uh, in Portland, it's everywhere. It is everywhere, and it's starting to get into the uh, uh, to the suburbs, and that's a big problem. Social media, as you guys know, social media is 
just apparently it's everywhere. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of that. I'm on MySpace, so nobody no, knows not. about that. Me and Tom, we're just hanging out. Oh, Tom. Uh, uh, but uh, should you quit live stream? Quit on your work. So they call it, uh, uh, basically, you go on there and you're like, I don't want to work here anymore. People are horrible. I quit. And you stream it live. And that's the new thing yeah. that the youngsters are yeah, doing. Yeah, if you want to be the next homeless person. Yeah. Because you're not going to have a job. No. And you're not going to be able to pay your rent. So if you want to be a pill and be, you know, get you five, ten minutes of fame, go ahead. Live quitting. Live quitting. Live streaming your quit. Uh, yeah, you're just you're never going to get another job from a decent company because yeah. they're always going to do their, you know, they're always they're they're always going to do their research. They're going to look at part of part of the whole process of hiring someone is to look at their social media now. And if you see somebody quitting, and you know, but I got three hundred thousand likes. Good, you can good. Maybe good. you should be an What's influencer. That pay? Yeah, oh, does nothing. it pay like you thought? Yeah, it pays nothing because you only get one of those. Right. You get one <laughs> unless you want to make. Uh, a career of it. You're the person that goes from job to job and live quits after five minutes and you throw a fit and then you move to the next one. That is so that's pretty bad. That's such a new like and I, I saw one on Walmart, like somebody said Walmart and they picked up the phone that was a while ago. And though, they right? live streamed how they're quitting and how they, horrible everybody was. But there. they did it over the speaker. Over the speaker while they filmed it. Oh, I didn't know they filmed yeah, it. The, the, how horrible years everybody ago. was. Right, and, right. And, and you know, people are like, Oh, that person's so brave and yeah. you're just like that person's unemployed. It is and still probably unemployed. Yeah. And if you're dumb enough to hire that person, well, your company's not very good, I'm gonna think. You're not hiring the good people. No. No, you're not. It's it's, and I know there's a lot of people out there. You're desperate. You hire people, but I, I if somebody does that, I just go. There's an HR nightmare waiting to happen. Right. This is a person that is unless they get everything they want, is going to whine, complain, and they're going to take it all to social media about how mean their boss is, how horrible stuff is, how they don't get paid enough, uh, and it's just it's a nightmare. Yeah, these you've got to be able to vet out certain people before they become a problem. Yeah. And, you know, some bosses and CEOs are very good at doing that. They can see the nightmare. They can look right in the eyes. That's eh, not going to work out. Did you see that uh, real quick? Did you see that <laughs> place in Kentucky where the kids got suspicious about the principal? No. And they Googled and they're like, this principal's lying. He never did any of this. They did, or She never did any of this. She never went to these schools. It's like that congressman who got voted yeah. in. What's yeah. his name again? Oh, uh, George Santos. Yeah, exactly. And so she quit. The lady quit because she lied about all of her stuff. And she like, live quit? Nobody knows how to Google. The kids know how to Google. Kids know how to Google. Coming up next, uh, your public school kid may get bounced from the basketball team because of some rich private school kid. Next.